Hello there. Hey, look at you being early. <laughs> you, you didn't think black people could be early. Okay, early bird gets the worm over there. Look at you. That's that other uh, stuff you mix with. That's why. <laughs> You've been researching. Right. <laughs> How you been doing? I've been okay. How you doing? Good. I'm happy to finally catch up with you and see you... Uh, you know, more in person than on social media. <laughs> yeah, of course. So where are you at in the world exactly? Uh, we're in Houston. So Houston, oh, Texas. Houston. Yeah. Oh, man, I love Houston. Houston is like low key. It's the most diverse city in America. It is. And we're yeah. like the fourth largest city too. Oh, I so, didn't know that. Mm -hmm, we're huge. We're huge. So we have a little man, bit of everybody. Man, I love, I love Houston. I've been down there a lot. My homies are down there. The Burns, the Burns family, the barbecue people's down there. Yeah. That's my folk out there, man. And there's, a, there's some really amazing food out in Houston, man. Oof. Yes, yes. That's why we got all these thick thighs and hips. <laughs> Yo, you hit them crawfish, them Chinese crawfish spots. You know them spots? Yes. Oh, man. So good. so good. That's so good. So good. Kill oh, that when I go okay, so uh, we're going to be talking about your music, and I'm like super excited to even be talking to you uh, in a different capacity because I'm used to the great chef Roger Mookie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Bless. So, okay, I, I know, um, you know, you're like this amazing celebrity chef. You have all these restaurants and all these uh, appearances and stuff, but I didn't know that you were creating music. So like, were you hiding this from us? What was going on? I didn't know anything about it. No, you know, it's really funny, man. When I was around 16, 17 years old, I grew up in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, right? So mm -hmm. when I was like a teenager like that, I started working in restaurants and I would take all my money from the restaurants and go to the recording studio. Cause you know, we used to go to movies and like everybody rapping a cypher and I was good, right? right? So um, I started kind of pursuing that. So I take all my money from the restaurants and start recording music. And before long, like in Canada, I have like uh, equivalent of Grammy awards for music and I've done music. Wow like my uh, okay. whole life from from like 17 years old and I've always kind of been in and out of kitchens and in and out of the studio and when yeah. my, my musician friends would go party I'd be doing the breakfast shift uh at the restaurant <laughs> and then I would leave the restaurant all the restaurant people go party and then I go to the studio hang out with the music people so it's always been my world and uh this is now my fifth uh studio project you know my fifth studio album Wow. Solo, solo, solo album. Sorry. Glenn. Solo. With groups. With groups, there's I don't know, maybe a dozen releases over the years, you know. Well, I mean, can you tell us like it like you called your new EP edibles? So I'ma just yeah. I'ma just let you know. <laughs> My mind went straight to the girl <laughs> when I read the title edibles. Was that like intentional? Yeah. Okay. So like, I'm always trying to find, you know, ways of marrying the, my world, you know, like right. the food and music world. So my first album Makes was called sense. Soul Food. My next okay. album was Feedback. The last one previous to this was called Eat Your Words. And now this one is Edibles. And I really, I titled mm -hmm. them around the concepts of the music. So this one, uh, when I made it and when I was making it, it just felt like a full body buzz and a heady mm -hmm. rush. So I was like, yo, edibles right. <laughs> and there it is right you know you just when you consume it you feel it good you get a little right. buzz and, and that's what this record is about 
Yeah, it has a bunch of energy, high, high energy. But before we completely get into it, I did want to know, like, what exactly is your music style? Because I know it has a bunch of energy. It's really high beat. So what what do you what would you say yourself? You know, what would you kind of say your music style? You know, I really look at it like how I do my cooking. You know, people ask me, what's your cooking style? And I I always say my cooking style is global cuisine because I'm drawing influences from all over the place and bringing that in. So, you know, I'm just one person. It's not like a whole Mm -hmm. other person making these records. So I take that approach when I'm making these records. So if you listen to edibles, you know, the song Never Too Late has a very kind of like rock imagine dragons Mm kind of alabama shakes kind of feel to Mm -hmm. it and then you have another song like um uh never thought that has really bouncing Mm lilting it feels like Mm -hmm. diamond d back in 95 kind of vibe you know uh so i really just draw influence from all i grew up listening to like santana simon and garfunkel tribe called quest public enemy nucleus and um so i draw all those references into the music and really it's like whatever i'm feeling that day i know that's that you people hear that a lot Mm -hmm. I, Mm -hmm. i wake up with with songs in my head like three in the morning they wake me up up and I write them down or I record them on memos on my phone and then when I get to the studio I just bang it and it's it's just that feeling you know mm-hmm. and um I really I really focus on the emotion and trying to capture the emotion and the feeling of what whatever that dream was or if I yeah. get in the studio I just have a, there's a rhythm you know every day you have a mm-hmm. rhythm in your body right yeah. so every day I approach a studio it's like what's my what's the rhythm in my body saying today and then I just bring that out and I don't think about it I'm not strategic mm-hmm. about it I go in straight up 100% creativity. I'm not trying to position it, position it, this, the a and right. the thing, the that, the radio. I, I don't care, man. This is like <laughs> pure, pure art, uh, unadulterated right. emotion, and mm-hmm. just raw, raw. So that, that's really what dr- is the driving force of it, you know? So what is hip hop, man? You know, I'm rapping. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's hip hop. I'm rapping. Right. I'm just drawn from influences because I love music, all, all right. kinds, you know? Yeah, and you have a, a great creative spirit. I was gonna ask you because I was gonna ask you what you know your inspirations are, but you you already told me. So uh, Tribe Called Quest is like top notch. So I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> but how are you in the in the studio when you're like putting your music together? I, I I hear that you you know have a dream and then you start with that dream and then start building on that. But like, are you once you get in the studio, you like don't talk to me? It's like I'm focused. How are you? <laughs> Well, you know, what's funny is that when I'm in the studio, there's not a lot of people to talk to, you know, some people, when they go to the studio, they want it's like, like a gang of homies. Right. Yeah, it's like gang of folks at a party right. and they're like, and all kind of madness going on. And me, I just go in because because I have such limited time because I'm so busy with other aspects of my career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not looking to like convolute the situation or like okay. get in there with like the homies and like they throw their input and stuff like that it really is a selfish endeavor in many ways I have these things that hit me and I want to get them out yeah. so for this edibles record it was just me and my engineer in the studio that's okay. it so any production writing instruments that you hear live that are played um it's me and my engineer just banging on stuff you know i'm beating drums i'm playing some bass guitar keys he's tinkling on some keys and it's just two people in a room that's it and 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 it's very simple so there's not you know in terms of talking and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm very energetic and dynamic but there's not a lot of talking you know it's okay to relay what's coming out my head to my engineer and we're banging it out and i'm like yo set up this mic like this boom 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 boom, boom and then go, let's go try mm-hmm. he doesn't know what's coming he loves it because he never know what's got co- what i'm coming when i put next <laughs> and there's always some crazy ideas you know 
Well, I can, I already know it's full of energy because that's how the music is. And you know, when I was listening to, so you mentioned your favorite, I mean, well, not your favorite, but you mentioned two that were my favorite off of the EP, which was um, Never Thought and then Feel Good. But when I was listening to the whole EP, to me, it kind of sounded like you were calling out people for like judging other people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so that's it in there. Okay. You judging other, uh, you're judging someone, but you have flaws yourself. So I thought that was pretty cool. To me, it kind of related to your like um, a social media post that you did a while back where you were like talking about, you know, trying to keep up social media and, you know, building your platform, but then being your authentic self. So is that kind of like tied into all of that as well? Well, let me tell you, man, my social media strategy is this. None. (laughs) (laughs) My strategy is authenticity. That's what it is. So if I wake up in the morning with a thought, um, I'm going to share that thought. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it may feel scattered um, to some people, but welcome to my brain. You got to think like I'm operating in a world where I'm, doing food at a high level. I'm doing music at a high level. I'm doing events and branding. I'm building things, restaurants. Like there's all this stuff. It's a very dynamic thing. So, you know, I'm thinking, you know, to be able to be effective in in those mediums, culinary Mm -hmm. um, and music specifically and building things, uh, you have to understand a lot of things, right? right? Right. You have to be kind of on top of pop culture. You got to understand food. What is the economics of food? What is Mm -hmm. the social implication? of food there's social mm-hmm. justice around food equity right. around food right. all that stuff about music and media that that all plays together right mm-hmm. so when you hear me ranting about stuff like social justice issues or or the environment or whatever it is um it comes from a really authentic holistic place mm-hmm. so my social media strategy is just authenticity i tell you what's really happening in my brain i'm gonna be as honest as i can with you and if it's not as suitable for social media because you know social media is a very limited framework mm-hmm. you know you got right. so many characters you got a picture right it's a very small image right. so anything outside of that i put into the records you know because mm-hmm. it's a it's a more uh living dynamic breath of of art and piece of work that you can explain things in a more dynamic way so i mean that's what that's about yeah well i was just thinking because it's so hard I don't know how you multi, I mean, um, not multitude, but how you juggle these huge uh, creative platforms that you have. So how are you, how are you working that out every day? You have your music and then your, uh, you know, all your, your restaurants and your businesses and being on TV and being a chef and cook. Like, how are y'all, how are you juggling all that? That's a lot. Well, yes, a lot of things, you know, in a lot of ways, like uh, my mind kind of starts the ball, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, is the trigger for the idea. But, you know, we build teams. I build teams everywhere. You know, I have an amazing management team and and a structure around me directly who supports everything that I do. Um, And they're great. And and they're they're really great at being on top of of all of our partners. And then when it comes to the partners, like the restaurants, um, the different records and Mm -hmm. and the, the different TV shows and all these other ventures that are that are extensions of my life um you know i built teams and all of those things and all of those teams are accountable 
to those projects. So, you know, in the mm -hmm. restaurant twist by Roger Mooking in the Pearson airport, there's a whole team there that's vested, that has a, a, a an interest, a financial stake and a hospi hospitality stake in driving customers. And we share in the profits of that. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I build this model always where it's, it's this thing where we're working together and you're accountable to this and I monitor and start the ball. And then we go down the road and we work together in perpetuity, but it's really important to just build teams and have silos right. for each project and everybody's vested in it and then we're driving the ball together and everybody's running that's awesome it's so hard to build a team and have a team that you trust so that's good that you have that blessing yeah, and, don't, and don't get it <laughs> and don't get it twisted you know i'm working a lot like i work a lot a lot oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> okay real back to the uh ep i've it's high energy. I'm like, I need this for my workout. So yeah. is that is that exactly what you wanted people to listen to and leave feeling like just happy, feeling good? I know one of your songs is feel good, but just happy, feeling good. Like what type of energy did you want to make sure people left with? Yeah, you know, when I was making this record, the energy was that I, I just mm -hmm. I, I, like I said, I don't really think about it too much things pop to me right so my energy at that period in time was just really upbeat. And mm -hmm. so that's what's driving that feeling that what you're, that you're that, getting what caused what that caused upbeat that? energy at that time yeah. Ah uh, man, I was just in a really good creative space. I okay. felt really supported. I was just, you know, had That's a lot a of love, a lot of love yeah. around and not a lot of stress. And, okay. and then, so that helps in driving that feeling, but yeah, you're right. You know, and especially mm -hmm. I was sitting on it for a little minute, but you know, I felt like it was the right time to drop it. Cause you know, we're living in like these crazy, very stressful oh, times. There's right. just so much going on and, you know, mm -hmm. um, we're in the middle of all of this. It's just like, we can, you know, the laundry list already, you know, <laughs> the laundry. <laughs> list is, is running deep right now and i just felt right. like a record like this so upbeat everybody just is in a moment where like man i'm i'm sick of this i just fuck i just want to feel good you know exactly so so that's what this record and the whole theme of the record is about i love that so where are you right now oh i'm, I'm sorry what? no it's all, it's all good i'm in toronto canada right now okay okay still i can okay cool i am super so how can we get the music so is it on some streaming platforms? Is it on your website? Which yeah, it's on, on the streaming platforms. If you go to rogermooking.com slash music, you can get kind of get the gateway into all those streaming platforms, but it's on all the streaming platforms. You could check it out there. Um, yeah, you know, that's how it's okay. done. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm just making sure. So, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Right, so what else do we have coming up next? We're all excited about the EP. What else are you working on? What secrets yeah. do you have? Yeah, I'm always working on something. Don't get twisted. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like to to divulge what I'm working on until okay. it, it drops because I think there's a certain value to combustible pressure, you know, building the pressure yes. and then yes. opening the pressure cooker and let it explode kind of thing, you know? So, um, but trust, there's always a lot of projects in this brain and coming I'm to sure. life. So, so you hold on, there's a lot of nice stuff coming. I would love to see you at a concert. How do you act at a concert? Are you like bouncing all over the stage or are you kind of just like in one spot? Yeah, you know what? As a performing, performing, mm -hmm, you mean? Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm a very energetic performer, man. Okay. I love, I, I really, really it. love performing, man. You know, I, I performed with uh, tour with James Brown, you know, so it was amazing wow. to stand next to the stage on James Brown and watch his energy and how he yes. runs his show and all that stuff. So, you know, I really took pointers from uh, so some of the greats. Um, 
and I just have, you know, mad energy and especially with a record like this under my belt, you know, just, it's just undeniable to that. It just comes out like that, you know? Yeah. So what was one of the gems that you got from uh, one of these greats that you've been around like James Brown? Well, well you know, what's interesting about James Brown is he rehearses the band every single day at soundcheck. So I would stick around as long as I can. So we would come mm-hmm. off the bus and, and check out the sound checks. Right. And James Brown, every day, bless his soul, every day right. he would t- he would take one section of the band. It may be the rhythm section one day, it may mm-hmm. be the keys section one day, the horn section another day, the singers another day. But he would pick a section and then rehearse them. And I mean, you got to think like some of these people have been playing with him for 40 years. They, right. they know exactly what the deal is, right? Right. But James would be like, okay, singers, we're doing singing today. James would get on the organ, start playing the organ and go through their harmonies, every harmony for like two, three hours <laughs> going through harmonies. Like, nope, that one's wrong. That one's a little flat. This is the football. And that's a <laughs> do it again. Do, we're going to change it like this. It's like, no surprises, James, we, we were doing this 40 years. Right. But right. that dedication and that work ethic, he never stopped. And I mean, by this mm-hmm. time, this is the mid nineties. Right. So by this time he was, you know, well, well established as right. a living legend. You, you right. know what I mean? Um, and he still had that work ethic. And I, I just look at that and I go man no matter where you are you just got to keep going you know you got to keep going as long as you have the motivation and the life in you Mm -hmm. keep going and transfer that to other people because it's infectious yeah I I I love that and um (laughs) so I'm excited to hear the EP well not here because I've already heard but I'm excited for it to do as well as I already know it's going to do um but I want to kind of end it right there and then move to some fill in the blanks yeah, let's hit it. Um, so <clears throat> you just put in whatever you think it has to be quick. Uh oh, I'm scared now. I'm scared of these ones. <laughs> They're all PG. We kept a real PG. <laughs> we kept a real clean. So just okay. don't even worry about it. <laughs> uh, but great interview. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. You always have a bunch of stuff going on. I follow you on social media. I love everything that you're doing. Bless I love the whole brand. It's it's awesome. Bless you. I appreciate that a lot. We work hard, you know? Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) Okay, fill in the blank, fill in the blank. Okay, Okay, so the last time, I mean, the last, uh, the last thing I saw on social media that made me question the world is blank. Uh, Seeing all the black people stranded on the Ukraine-Polish border. Uh, I'm right there with you. I'm right there. I'm right there. Mm. Uh, okay. All of my friends would say blank about me. I'm stubborn and relentless. <laughs> stubborn. Very I can see stubborn. relentless. Okay. Yo, I look at stubborn as a very positive word, actually. You know? Oh, really? Um, yeah, no, I think it's one okay. of the most powerful, beautiful words on planet earth. I really embrace it. And I think that it's, it's uh, a very powerful thing. You know, stubbornness is just basically, I don't accept no. Somebody tells me left. I'm like, no, it's right. And right. it's going to be right until it's right. <laughs> and I just don't stop. I will not stop. And that goes with that relentlessness. That's good. 
there's relentlessness and there's a discipline to that right there's 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 a certain amount of of discipline to stubbornness Mm -hmm. but i love stubbornness over discipline because it means like there's just a little bit extra sauce on yeah, it. Yeah, you know? it's that confidence. <laughs> it's the confidence in it. That's what it is, the confidence. Well, you know what that's come from is that I know that my intentions are coming from a loving, healing place. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to to, to come at people from or, or present present anything that I'm doing from a, a place of maliciousness mm-hmm. or violence, right? I'm coming right. from a place of love. And I, I know as long as I'm positioned in love and I can be stubborn and relentless with love, that can't be a bad thing. You're right. Okay. Let me take your word on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A few more. <clears throat> okay. One thing I regret is blank. One thing you regret. One thing I regret is not investing in cryptocurrency 10 years ago. I know, right? I'm like, right? But it's so many. Just give me two Bitcoins from there. (laughs) Just two. All right. We'd all be happy now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. um, Blank makes me feel awkward. Um, Blank makes me feel awkward. Mm-hmm. Seeing people being disrespected makes me feel mm-hmm. awkward because, so you know, you like, I mean, publicly, right? Yeah. Because at a certain point as a human, I'm like, yo, I'm going to jump in because this is not cool. But right. on the other side, you don't know the dynamics of that situation mm-hmm. intimately. There may be mm-hmm. some background in there where, yo, that person needs to be ignorant to that person. Right. <laughs> right? So I feel, I always feel uncomfortable because my instinct is always to, to try and help somebody. That's right. just my natural instinct in life, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes you got to sit back and play your position. So I'm, mm-hmm. I always feel awkward in a situation like that. That makes a whole lot of sense because I feel the same way. You know, when you see somebody going through something and you're like, should I jump in? Should I stay? Should I mind my business? What should I do? You know, that's that's real. Yeah, Yeah, it's real. Okay, one either or, because I have to know, would you do a feature with Kanye or with Megan Thee Stallion? I'm waiting to hear that answer. Um... (laughs) I think Megan Thee Stallion. Yes, Houston. Yes, Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think we might butt heads with Kanye. We, we both stubborn. Yeah, I think so. I was gonna say. <laughs> Maybe we both too stubborn to, to survive that one. All right. I was going to say, but I'm glad you chose Houston over everything. <laughs> Yo, Scarface is from Houston, man. I yes, love to do it. We, we got Bun B. We got Slim Thug. Look, Kiki, we got a bunch. Yeah, no, I know. Y'all good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really had fun. I hope you did. Um, And I hope this wasn't an awkward situation. No, not at all. It's not love. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much to me. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you taking time to talk to us. And we're super excited about your music, your food, tea, everything that you have coming up. And I'm ready to hear what you holding back on this. Um. <laughs> well, stick around. Yo, everybody out there, go at Roger Mooking on everything and follow because there's lots, lots going on and lots coming up. 